Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate it, Gary. It's 8.05 on this Monday morning, the 11th day of December 2023. I'm John Reed and very, very glad to be back in this chair after a <laughs> supposed to be a full week over in Europe, but it was kind of a whirlwind trip. <laughs> Got there Wednesday, boom, back on a plane on Sunday. But um, it was beautiful. Um, and there was 18 inches of snow <laughs> in Munich when we got to Germany. So this magical Christmas market strip that we were all so excited about wound up being a little abbreviated. There's nothing you can do. When you get 18 inches of snow, the best town in the world, and you got to figure those people in Germany, A, they're known for efficiency, right? Isn't that the, <laughs> that's the story about the Germans is they're very efficient. And, um, but there's just so much you can do when you get that much snow. So it delayed the flights for days and many of the people who planned on going with us. Because, you know, we had 60 people signed up and then 60 people on a waiting list to go on this trip. A lot of the people, after three solid days of not being able to go, weren't able to join us. Um, And I understand. I'm sure it was disappointing. I was disappointed because there's so many places I wanted to go that we had to kind of collapse it. We wound up going to Salzburg and we were in Munich and... Saw the beautiful Christmas markets there, all the decorations. And as I predicted, you know, overseas, they haven't been browbeaten into believing that um, this is just the holiday season. There, there are a lot of different types of people with a lot of different religions and beliefs in Europe. But there still were nativity scenes uh, in a lot of the windows. Certainly in the Christmas markets, you could buy these hand-carved, beautiful nativity scenes and i was um uh, happy to see that you know that that this hasn't turned in for them into just a ridiculous uh buying season everybody buying each other presents and it's all motivated by commercialism that there's still some big tip of the hat to the traditions of the christian faith and i think that's important i i i'm not one, I don't know whether I will meet the standards on the day that I die to make it to heaven. I'm hoping that I will. Um, and I'm not coming on the radio to be a preacher. But I think a, a healthy society has some, some connection with the religious faith of the last 2,000 years, the Judeo-Christian tradition. I think in order to have a healthy society that just rules and lessons that have been learned over the centuries 
that it's important to acknowledge. And of course, the society is going to be different today than it was, you know, a thousand years ago, two thousand years ago. That's good, I guess, right? But um, it worries me to see us deliberately erasing all of those traditions, whether it's the menorah lighting down in Williamsburg. I heard you all talked about that a lot. I I wrote a letter to the editor while I was traveling that was printed in the Daily Press denouncing the canceling of the menorah lighting. That's important. I'm not Jewish, but but I acknowledge that that's a part of the history of my faith. I think that's important that we have the menorah lighting. Why would we do away with the menorah lighting just because there's a war on the other side of the planet? That's crazy. And that's and that more than that, it shows that we're a sick society, that we that we would allow that to happen or even think about it. So I was pleased to see the nativity scenes and 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 um, see the traditions carried on. I think they're nice traditions, too. There's nothing negative about this. And everyone really seemed to enjoy themselves. There was no nasty language, no fights. No, I'm sure somebody got robbed somewhere in the crowd, you know, pickpockets and stuff. But it just seemed very uh, innocent in a way that I don't see very often in Richmond or D.C. You know, I have a little Christmas market in D.C., and I'd, quite frankly, I'd be a little nervous about going to that Christmas market these days. I don't know if Mark Tapscott has been to the Christmas market in Washington. You know, he's the senior congressional correspondent for the Epoch Times newspaper. You probably got so much stuff you're covering, you haven't been out to do any Christmas stuff, Mark. What, what season is it? Oh, yeah. it's Christmas? Yeah. Okay. It's the congressional war season. <laughs> yeah, we got a shutdown coming. Coming, yeah. Uh, hey, listen, listen. I, I really enjoyed your, your comments just now about oh. uh, the importance of the Christmas season, but one thing you said really caught my attention. What's that? You said you didn't know whether you will make it or not, and I want to read Romans ten nine for you so that you will know. If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That should give me a little bit of hope because I seem to screw I up on a daily basis. Hope, so. <laughs> well, I thank you for that, Mark. I appreciate it. Sometimes I need to be reminded of that. But Now, let's talk about this sinful old world. Yes. Tell me what's going on. Well, we got Congress coming back for their last session before the Christmas season officially begins for them, and they've got to pass uh, the National Defense Authorization Act, which includes Section 702, which is the FISA provision that allows the executive branch to spy on Americans. Uh. And that's got to be reauthorized or it's got to be reformed. And there are a bunch of Republicans in the House who say, if you don't reform it, we ain't passing it. Right. And that's probably legitimate to have those concerns now after what we witnessed with President Trump and his campaign and the people associated with, you know, the different elements of that campaign. I I mean, I think it warrants a reevaluation minimally. Oh, it does. Absolutely. I mean, with all of the uh, abuses by the FBI, uh, that we found out uh, last year and the year before in spying on, you know, Americans that aren't doing anything, mm-hmm. uh, anything yeah. illegal. Now, what are the There's Democrats that? saying, Mark? Because they used to be the people who would be berserk over something like this, that they they were paranoid that they and their people were going to be abused by the man, by the government. Are they on board with the reevaluation? Well, they're kind of twiddling their thumbs at the moment on this because they've, 
the, the Republicans in the Senate, uh, led by Senator Lankford uh, of Oklahoma, are demanding that uh, before we do any of this stuff, we have to have some real border reforms. Right. And especially with regard to the bills for uh, Israel aid and uh, the Ukraine aid. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of the fundamental demand that they're making on all of them. Uh, you've got to fix the border before we do anything else. And Democrats, you know, of course, they do not want to. They don't want to. They don't want to move in a major way to to, uh, to fix the border yeah. for whatever reason. So that's that's a big problem. Um, then you've also got the. Uh, uh, Decide 702, and uh, you've got some budget matters. Um, you've got the FAA reauthorization. If they don't get that passed before Christmas, there's going to be a bunch of training of new air traffic controllers who are very much needed. Uh, their training uh, is going to be stalled. Mm-hmm. So you you got some important issues that they've got to do. And, and Speaker of the House Mike Johnson um, it is beginning to look like he's got a real rebellion on his hands from the House Freedom Caucus. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a nail biter. Don't you think that I I agree that the speaker's got a problem with people in his caucus and that was destined yeah. uh, the way he wound up in that job. Seems like he's navigating it okay, but we're gonna find out in the next couple of weeks. But don't you think that Joe Biden and his people have to be worried if everything uh, goes left here. Everything starts to get screwed up right before the holidays, around the holidays. Um, that some some people might blame him for not navigating this very well. Well, I'll tell you one of the things that that has perplexed me is um, the Biden folks and the Senate Democrats. Anytime you mention immigration issues and border issues. They say, hey, on the very first day of the Biden administration, we introduced legislation to uh, comprehensively reform immigration. But Republicans wouldn't let us do it. Well, the first two years of the Biden administration, the Democrats controlled the House and the Senate and the White House, and they didn't do anything with that comprehensive border reform. Um, And Republicans don't point that out very often, which really perplexes me. Because it puts it in, it puts that issue in particular into the proper context. Mm-hmm. It's the House Republicans and the Senate Republicans who are trying to force some needed reforms, and it's Democrats in, in Congress and in the White House who are who are dallying on it. What else? Uh, what What is the deadline here that we're we're looking at? Well, basically Christmas. Oh. Great. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, nobody wants to be in Washington, D.C. over the Christmas holiday. Uh, you know very well from your own experience on the Hill and, and in journalism, the last week of the year is the slowest news week <laughs> ever. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're all sitting around in the newsroom. Well, what are we going to report on today? Right. Um, and there's just not much going on. So they've got the uh, December 19th. Um, deadline, and then there is, or excuse me, January nineteenth deadline. Ultimately, for the spending bills, yeah, and February third for the other spending bills. So it's it's basically Christmas. They want to get NDAA done and the FAA authorization done so they can go home for Christmas. 
since you're talking to so many members of Congress, let me ask you about an issue that I've been tracking on. It's and, and I think I've mentioned it to you before that reconciliation monument yeah. that uh, yeah. the Jewish sculptor Moses Ezekiel created that was designed to be a reunification, heal the wounds of the country monument. But now, yes. um, it seems like that thing is about to be torn down. Could could be torn down this week, I'm told. And I've got some ladies in Richmond who I think are contemplating going up to Arlington National Cemetery and chaining themselves to it to try to really? stop. The, oh, yeah. I mean, people are really mad about it down here. And and I, I don't blame them. I mean, this destruction of artwork, especially in a cemetery, for God's sake, when did yeah, this become acceptable? Cemetery. Yes. Yeah. Is anybody in in Congress concerned about this? I would look, I understand that Republicans don't want to talk Confederacy stuff, the Civil War, it, and the, it polls very poorly. I get yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. there is a moment to stand up and say, I don't give a damn whether you like the Confederates, whether you like Richmond, whether you like the Southern state. This is about civilization destroying its artistic heritage. And we all said that the cemeteries were one place we weren't going to disrupt things. We weren't going to dishonor the dead, um, you know, 160 years later. And yet that's exactly what they're about to do. Anybody care up there about this, you think? Well, I have to confess, John, I'm I'm not all that familiar with that particular Well, that means issue. they're not I'm, talking about it, you know? Well, that's and that's my point. Mm-hmm. If I haven't heard about that one, that's a pretty good indication that if anybody is doing anything, they're doing it behind the scenes and very, very quietly. Yeah. Very likely for the reasons you just outlined. Yeah. Um, you know, saying that uh, you have anything in the way remotely resembling uh, an understanding or sympathy or otherwise vaguely positive feeling about the history of this country specifically the Civil so, War, yeah. you know, your, your post. Well, we're all going to regret it. I mean, it's it's not the most comfortable situation for me to be in personally, but yeah. I will tell you, I think it's the principle of the thing that is just being, oh, is being uh, destroyed, and, and it's a bad sign for what's coming in the future if we allow this to yeah. happen. Well, well put that on your radar if you, if you hear anybody talking about it. One, one more thought on that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is there ever any time when reconciliation should not be the main focus. Agreed. And we're yeah. being manipulated by some really devious people, I think. Yep. Hey, Mark yep. Tapscott, the senior congressional correspondent for the Epoch Times newspaper. Always appreciate the chance to talk to you. Thanks. Okay, John. Glad you're back from Europe. Thank you. It's 818. We're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.